Welcome to the New Manager Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Nickel. Hi, and welcome. Before we start, I just need to say how much I appreciate all of my students. I am continuously inspired by the people who come to my classes, by my listeners, and it really means a lot because the fact that you come to class or the fact that you are even listening to this podcast means that you actually care about being a great manager. You actually care about your team. You care about the human part and about doing that well, about creating great relationships that support great work. And I, you know, I don't take that for granted because that is 100% a choice. The choice to find ways to be a better manager, to be a better leader. And this year has put everyone through some unexpected challenges. And the, the fact that you care enough about your team and about the kind of leader that you show up as, it really does make a difference. And often in ways that we don't even see. So thank you for listening and thank you for being part of my student community. Okay, today's episode is actually inspired by a conversation that I had in my last class at General Assembly. And it it was this, like the, like the idea that when you start managing people, sometimes you think you have to have all the answers. It's easy to be in the mindset of, gosh, well, if I'm the manager, then I should be the one setting the tone and having all the answers and telling people how things are gonna go. And sometimes that gets in the way. And what it can do is it can create a dynamic where you stop listening to the people that you're managing. It can also be a way that we mask our own uncertainty or our own um, insecurity of feeling like, gosh, I, you know, I, I need to show that I know what I'm doing. I need to tell people how things will go. And what that can do also is it can kind of let everybody else off the hook from participating and taking responsibility in helping to create a high-functioning, high-performance work relationship. And what I want to present to you is another way of thinking about this and a specific question that I think is really valuable and useful to think about when you are in communication with your team and when you're thinking truly in any situation at work, you know, like, like what is it that will make this work relationship really effective and let everybody do their best here. And the question is this, how are we going to work together? How are we going to work together? (laughs) A lot of times we assume that we're going to work in a certain way and that's not a bad thing, but it can not be useful, especially if people have different ideas about what that's going to look like. So one of the ways to think about this question, how are we going to work together? When you are planning how you're going to have your team meetings, 
especially your one-on-ones, because these can vary a little bit person to person, depending on who's on your team. And what I mean is not everyone that you work with is going to be motivated in the same way, is going to want the same kind of support or the same kind of direction. Like there's a little bit of variability. And if you had to try to imagine and guess what each person needs in order to do their best work, number one, you'd probably be wrong <laughs> a lot of the time. Number two, it would be exhausting because you know it's, it's really not possible to read people's minds. We can look for clues, of course, but it's easier to simply be direct. And this is something I talk a lot about. Be direct, be curious, and be kind. So when you're asking this question, how are we going to work together? Two other questions that might show up when you're talking about, you know, like our, what does our meeting cadence look like? You can ask somebody, you can ask your team member, your, your, the person that reports up to you, ask them, how involved do you want me to be? You can also ask, how often do you want to meet? And these are questions that you can ask at different times of year. Some industries or some companies have different cadence. So there might be a time of year where things are really busy, another time of year where things are really quiet. Don't assume that just because you set up your meeting schedule on a certain cadence that it has to stay that way forever. It's really valuable to pause from time to time to reflect and notice, okay, like what's working? What could we be doing better? As you acknowledge that the world changes, life changes, you know, the demands from your clients and from your production schedule, like all of those things can change as well. So when you ask the person you work with and you say, all right, let's pause for a moment and just reevaluate. How do we want to work together going forward? How involved do you want me to be? How involved do you need me to be? Are you good on your own for a while or do you want to, you know, stay in closer contact? How often do you want to meet? How do you want to structure our meetings? What would, what would provide you the most value or the most support? Like, what is it that you need from me? And again, like so much of this is about realizing that as the manager, your job is not to have all the answers or even to tell everyone, hey, here's how everything is going to go, but to be okay asking, to be okay saying to somebody, you know, how are we going to work together? And one of the reasons I like this too is that it can really convey a lot of respect as well as recognizing and calling someone forward into more responsibility. You know, people tend to like their ideas more than somebody else's. You're like this too. I'm like this too. <laughs> we like our own ideas. And when we present and share our own ideas, we're also more likely to follow through with that commitment because it came from us. It wasn't imposed on us from somebody else. We feel a little bit more attached, a little bit more committed to our own ideas. So as I'm recording this, we are in the beginning of November. 
And as you look to the end of the year, and this is a year that might have more holiday time off. You know, I know a bunch of companies are, are sort of uh, shutting down for the very end of the year. Yours might be doing that. Yours might not be. I don't know. But whatever is going to happen between now and the end of the year, especially, I don't know if Q4 is super busy for you, pay attention to that. If Q4 is super quiet for you, pay attention to that. If you have performance reviews and you're in the process of doing that, like pay attention to that. But consider what if you went to your direct reports and said, all right, for the next two months, how are we going to work together? How often do you want to meet? What should we be focusing on? Begin to ask those questions and design intentionally together what that's going to look like. Now, even for those of you who are not managing people directly, this is still a really great question that you can bring into other work relationships. It works in the same way, this idea of rather than coming in, you know, like with a list of demands or with a list of, okay, this is how things are going to go. What if instead you said, all right, you know, so for the rest of the year, let's just spend a moment to think about how are we going to work together? What is it that will make this next two months really effective, really productive, really useful, really valuable, like whatever it is, uh, like how, whatever the language is that, you know, essentially points to what is it that, <laughs> that will make this a good use of everybody's time and see what arises. And that can also take off some of the pressure of feeling like you're supposed to have all the answers. This is a human thing, especially with very smart people like you are, <laughs> but the feeling that you're supposed to have all the answers, especially if you're in any kind of a leadership position, that's not always um, how it works. That's not always how things go. And sometimes it can really get in the way. So I hope this has been helpful. I know this episode was short, but sometimes the short ones are really good because there's just one little message into it. Get in, get out, get on with your day. I really hope that this helps you to have better working relationships. I hope it helps you to navigate the next couple of weeks in a more useful and more collaborative way. And I hope it allows you a little more breathing room so you don't feel so much pressure to get it right or to feel like you need to have the right answers. I really think that right now we're all being reminded that being a direct communicator, having clarity and kindness, and also being able to adapt to our changing circumstances, not from a place of being reactive and kind of scrambling, but really staying present and noticing what is it that is needed in this moment, what will create the, the best outcome given what we know, what is it that we can do in this moment. I think that really does help and allows you to also support and be a great leader and team member with all the people that you work with. So thank you so much for listening. Bring this into your own work and life. 
And as always, you are welcome to join me live. I teach once or twice a month at General Assembly, and you will find more information about that on generalassembly.com. Just look me up or on my website, kimnickel.com. Would love to have you in class where we can talk about all of this in person and I can answer your questions live. All right, take good care of you. Bye. Do you want personal, confidential help with your situation at work? I offer one-on-one -on -one coaching and can help you overcome challenges, reach your goals, and become a more effective leader. To schedule a consult, go to my website, kimnickel.com slash coaching, and we'll schedule time to talk about what's going on with you and how I can help. Talk to you soon.